This audio is brought to you by MuslimCentral.com. I'm going to ask everyone a question. What's your goal for Ramadan? And I really mean this. Each one, and don't answer me, I'm in the same boat as you all are and will be. What do you want to get out of Ramadan at the end of Ramadan? The day tomorrow is Eid. And believe me, it's going to be like a blink of an eye where you're going to hear the announcement, tomorrow is Eid. What did you achieve? And this question I always ask myself every single year. All the millions will be fasting, so I didn't do anything special. Most of the millions will be in the masajid, praying taraweeh. So I didn't do something special. Most of these people will continue to work or go to school or have exams, take care of their families. Whatever their usual life, it's going to continue in spite of adding the Ramadan requirement. So what I'm going to do special, as Stad Majid was saying and came to my mind, when I am going to be meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he's going to be looking at me, and this is for everybody, we're all going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as an individual, alone. What did I bring to Allah? As we say, what do I have on the table from this Ramadan that no one else has or everybody has but not the way I did it? So this is a question as we are preparing. There's less than 10 days. I normally get a little bit of anxiety when this becomes because I don't know if I'm going to be alive. And I really want to be alive, not to enjoy this dunya, but because this is an opportunity for me to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after Ramadan as a better person, as a one who is more confident that I did my best to please you. You know, we just heard a beautiful talk about love, which most of us don't know what this even means. Allahumma inni as'aluka hubbak. Ya Allah, I ask you for your love and for the love of those who really loves you and the love for every deed that will get me close to your love. So each one of us need to ask herself and himself, young and old, what is your goal in Ramadan? You know, we always, we are very good in planning. Every person I speak, especially since I moved to California, you know, it's an IT state, and everybody talks about planning, which is nothing wrong with that. And every time somebody talks to me or mentions planning, I ask myself this question. What is my plan for Akhirah? What is the plan for Akhirah? I can't guarantee anything. I know Allah is generous. It's one of the most beautiful ways of learning how to connect the end of a surah with the beginning of the surah. If Allah was not Rahman, we would all be in big trouble. But Alhamdulillah. So what is your goal? Do you want to say the goal is taqwa? And we have heard, Alhamdulillah, beautiful thing about taqwa. I'm going to share two things with you. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept number one and make me speak the way pleases him. What does Ramadan mean? What does the month mean? The name of the month mean? Does anyone know that? There's more than 10, 15, some says even 30 meanings 
of the month of Ramadan, the, the word itself. When I learn the word, I learn the meaning, I learn the goal. And one of the meanings, and I'm just going to share one, is from Ramadan. It's from extreme heat. You live in Florida. I was told in the summer it gets very hot and very humid. So you feel the heat even more, as we call it heat index. So why Ramadan is called Ramadan? What it has to do with heat? And it's not hot. Beautiful weather today. I came from California. Actually, it's what's cold for California. And one of the scholars says, what does heat does? It melts things. First goal, I'm going to just share some goals and you pick and choose. Let's make Ramadan the month that will melt my sins. How many of us have piles of sins? Show me hands, everybody. Let's be honest with Allah. He knows. It's piles. Small, big, major, minor. You call it the name. I didn't mean it. It just happened. I love it. I enjoy it. I was forced to do it. It doesn't matter. I did it. Let's make Ramadan the Ramadan of the righteous. So I'm going to talk about a little bit of the Ramadan and a little bit of the righteous. Let's make one of my goals that this Ramadan is going to melt my sins two ways. The ones already piled, and I'm not going to add to the pile. I am not going to add to the pile. You know the number one cause of adding piles or sins to the pile? Please forgive me, correct me if I'm wrong, is in the masajid during taraweeh. True or false? And I'm going to share some experiences. And I've seen this even in the haram. Eight rak'at is done, and half of the masjid follow the sunnah that taraweeh is only eight rak'at, and there is no extra. Alhamdulillah. So what do they do? Now, I, w I would love to say they walk and go home and sleep because tomorrow they need to be ready. They start... And this is men and women, no difference. Stand outside talking. Well, you just said it's only eight rak'at. And Quran is being recited. And I am in the month that will melt my sins. And what I am talking about, Allah knows. Don't pile your, your sins in a place meant for you and me to melt my sins. Two, and I learned this from one of my teachers, actually. Especially if any of you is going to be in Mecca or Medina, in the Haram, during Ramadan, one of the most challenging times. And she said, and I love this every Ramadan, I remember this word. She said, when you are in that masjid, or even here, because here also there is multinational people, multinationalities. When you are sitting there, and someone comes and sits next to you, young and old, what do you feel inside your heart? If she is from this or from that, or she is not like what I want, or I kept it for my friend, or I want this person to come and sit next to me, she said, look inside your heart. That's a sin. That's kibber. I am arrogant. I'm looking down at the person next to me, although kullukum li adam wa adam min turab, all of you from dust, 
all of you from Adam, and Adam was created from dust. Don't pile. Don't pile. Third, and beautifully, Sheikh Abdullah just shared with us beautiful things about the Quran. I hope it melted your heart, right? And some masajid here in the States, they have this uh, like habit of having Quran recitation before the taraweeh. And some of us go early because we want to go early to get a good place. Alhamdulillah, run. And the Quran is being read. And what do we do? And talk to me about love. What do we do? I'm looking at my phone. I'm talking to my friend, right? I'm listening to something else. And the words of the beloved is being recited. I'm piling sins. I'm in the masjid. I just broke my fast. I ran, especially mothers ran. I know some mothers run. Actually, they have their iftar in the car because the masjid is a little bit far or there's no parking and all the difficulties we go. And we are piling sins. And this is Ramadan, right? And what the hadith that you all going to hear repeatedly again and again and again. And one of them that's close to me because it's related to Rasulullah and to Ramadan. And the meaning of that the person who will leave Ramadan, Eid day, and he did not achieve one of these three, if not the all three, he's a loser or she's a loser. And what's, what's these three? And one of them is about Ramadan, one of them is about Rasul, and one of them is about parents. And he said, is a loser. He was actually getting up on a member, and he, they heard him saying, Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. And it's like, what is that? They asked him, Ya Rasulullah. And he said, Jibreel said this to me, and I said, Ameen. Ta'isa, or is a loser, the person who reach, and this is for the youth and not very young, especially living in this country. When one of your parents get to old age, with all the challenges of old age, and you did not get to Jannah because of them. You did not take good care of them. Rather, let someone else does that. Second, and he said, When my name is mentioned in front of him or her, and he didn't say, I don't hear it. And the name is mentioned repeatedly in all the speakers. Make it a habit. How much it costs you. That's how I tell myself. Not even a breath. But this is my, my path to Jannah. And the third is what we are talking about. Who comes through, live through Ramadan, leave Ramadan, and he was not forgiven. What is your goal? What do you want to get from Ramadan? Don't tell me I want to do this, I want to cook, I want to invite people. They are all nice. But that's not the main goal. What is your goal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What is your goal with the jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And what is your goal with the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Let's be lofty people. We all at work, in business, in dunya, we want to be the best. I say this to myself all the time. want to be in the best house want to be in the best job. I want my children to be in the best colleges. Alhamdulillah, there's nothing haram. But why not in Jannah al-Firdaus? Why don't I pay, make this as my goal? 
And there is nothing cheap and nothing easy in dunya, do you think, in akhirah. So look at Ramadan. Number one, as this is your last one. Someone came from Allah, gave you a letter, exactly like what Sheikh Abdullah said about Sayyidah Fatima, who Rasul told her, you're the first one to follow me. And she smiled. Someone come to you and says, that is it. No more Ramadan. How are you going to look at it? What are you going to be doing? Keep it this way. Number one. Number two. Taqwa. So I'm going to connect both the title. Amaya muttaqi. First question. Everyone can claim. Am I really a muttaqi? And one of the definitions of taqwa, alhamdulillah, I didn't hear it so I can share something new with you. Is talqa ibn Habib, he said. This is one of the most famous definitions of taqwa. What is taqwa? What is this word that everybody hears and we all get scared when someone says, ittaqillah, be, have Allah taqwa. He said the following. Taqwa is, you do what Allah told you, but who said so? You know your deen. Don't tell people this is haram and it's not haram. And don't say to yourself this is haram and it's not haram. And that's knowledge. You need to learn. Put a goal, second goal. Plus the, the sins. Every day in Ramadan, I'm going to learn something. One thing. Practical. One thing. One thing about this deen. You choose. Make it the month I'm going to learn about Rasul. It's going to be the month I'm going to learn every single day. One verse from the Quran well. Not like a bird. So you need to learn. Do it for Allah because you want his Jannah. Not to please people. Not to look for praise, but I want him. I actually, I'm teaching myself not even to want Jannah. I want him. I want him to be pleased with me. I want him to look at me and imagine all of us. And Allah looks at you and says, Ni'mal abd, innahu awab. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to the prophets, especially Sayyidina Ayyub, what a servant of Allah. Allah says this, what a servant. What is a she servant of mine? She always comes back to me. Make it a goal every single day. Don't waste too much time at food and eating and cooking. Alhamdulillah, there's, things are easier these days. But every single day, I'm going to learn something new about Allah, about this deen. And third, which is the opposite of the taqwa, stay away every single day. Because I don't know if I'm going to live again of this month. And I told myself this is the last month. Every day, I'm going to stay away from a sin. And I'm being very generous, if you want to use the word. No sin. Ask yourself this question. What will happen if I didn't disobey Allah just 24 hours? 24 hours. Don't backbite. Don't look down at people. Don't look at haram. Don't listen to haram. Don't eat haram. Don't waste time, food, energy. What will happen? Wallahi, nothing. On the contrary, you will see what Allah will give you. And I'll share this verse, which is, as one of the scholars says, one of the, this, the 
one of the most verses that was given to Muslims, and many of us don't know it. وَمَا يَتَّقِ اللَّهَ يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقْهُ مَنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ Staying away from the sins is basically taqwa. You want Allah to be pleased with you, and you want to go to Jannah, and you don't want to be punished. So taqwa, what, what will happen if I, does, if I do that? And this is the verse. It's in Surah Al-Talaq, by the way. This, the chapter Al-Talaq, divorce, is a very short surah. It's only two pages. But the highest word frequently mentioned is, is taqwa. Because rejection, as you heard from Ustaz Majid, is very hard on the nafs. And, I, and I, it's hard for me to practice taqwa. So here you go back. What will I get if one day only, and please, Ya Allah, forgive me, but I'm trying to be practical and realistic. One day, one day only, I'm not going to disobey Allah. If I smoke, and I normally smoke after iftar, I'm not going to do it that day. If I normally go and watch whatever I watch after iftar, I'm not going to do it that day. If I'm going to be speaking this way, I'm not going to do it this way. And then everybody look at their sins. No one is perfect. He will open the doors for you. How many people in this room, show me hands, want to go to Jannah? Actually, two hands. Right? Then practice taqwa. Because one of the meanings of makhraja Makhraja is an exit, actually. See, they put the exits in red because it will save me. Makhraja, one of the meanings is Allah will give you Jannah. One of the meanings of Makhraja, exit, is going to make the next act of worship easier. And he's going to make the next act of disobedience harder. The best way, Allah bless me and you, if he makes me hate or dislike disobedient. I don't like it, then I'm not going to do it. And this is one of the du'as you have to do it for yourself. Ya Allah, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said it in the Quran, habib ilayna al-iman. Ya Allah, make us love, faith, and beautify our hearts with it. Wazayinhu fi qulubina. Wakarrah ilayna al-kufra wal-fusuqa wal-asiyan. And make us hate and don't like the kufr, rejection ungratefulness and fusuq, immorality, dis- public disobedience. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One good deed you do, consciously, and especially if it is difficult, and see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you with it. It's together, because they say, It's right away. Practice it. It's a big word. Most of us think it's very difficult. Wallahi, it is not. It just needs practice, needs focus, needs desire. I want to do it. I want to go to Jannah. I want this Ramadan to be the best Ramadan in my life. Then I need to do something different. I say this to myself. One of the goals is I'm going to want to do something. Ya Rabbi Amin. 99% of the people can do it. Like I always wish one day I stand up all night like a Rasul and I say, Afala akunu abdan shakura. Just stand up all night, read the Quran, and the feet aches, but I'm going to say, I want to be grateful. And if a Rasul can do it, Allah will make it easy for us if I really wanted. Be a person of a goal this Ramadan. Be a person who will start the change this Ramadan. 
and the change is number one in you. Don't ask anyone to change before you change. Don't ask your children to change before you change. Don't ask your spouse to change before you change. Last thing about taqwa, there's so many things about taqwa, but I'm going to share one last thing. Our biggest problem in Ramadan, we say it's shaitan. Well, shaitan is chained, right? But still we disobey Allah. And Allah taught us something in Surah Al-A'raf, the end of it. People of taqwa, that's my goal. إِذَا مَسَّهُمْ طَائِفٌ مِّنَ الشَّيْطَانِ تَذَكَّرُوا فَإِذَا هُمْ مُبْصِرُونَ If I am a person who's going to practice taqwa from today, practice. And Ramadan becomes a habit. Every single day, I'm going to do something to obey Allah. Based what he taught me to get to his jannah, stay away from a disobedience based on what he taught me because I don't want to get the punishment of Allah. And when I fail or I am weak, but I am a person of taqwa. Allah will send something to me and you. And we will remember not to do it. That's not my words. That's his word. Tadakkaru. They remember. Allah will make the disobedience difficult for you. Allah will make you don't like disobedience. You'll remember. فَإِذَا هُمْ مُبْصِرُونَ May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ya Rabbi, Ameen. First dua I make to myself and to everybody. بَلِّغْنَا Ramadan. Don't take it granted. No one knows. I could die as I, as I am standing. Anybody can leave. Anybody on the chair. We don't know. So number one, Allahumma balighna Ramadan. Ya Allah, Ya Allah, give us life till we live to Ramadan. One, two, make it the best ever. You make it, Ya Allah. I'm telling Allah I can't do it alone. It's not me. I'm weak. I don't have the energy. I don't have the... What it takes, but Allah can. Al-Qawi yuqawini. The strong can make it, can make me strong. And number three, make me live till the end of Ramadan. And I will be of the people who balighna Laylatul Qadr. That I will live and I will hopefully know, please forgive me, know the night of Al-Qadr and I will give it its due right. And when the day of Eid will come, and I'll share this with you, it's a true story. I was in the haram, in haram in Makki, in Atikaf, and there was a woman next to me, sometimes behind me, not, did nothing for the last 10 days other than Quran and Salah, Quran and Salah. And obviously she was hafidah because she was reading and reading. So how do you know when you are in the haram that tomorrow is Eid? And this was before the time of the internet. There was no taraweeh. So when they, when they call for Isha, no more Salatul Qiyam, Yarhamukumullah. So we knew tomorrow is Eid. Wallahi, and Allah is my witness. This woman start crying as if she lost her child. And I kept looking at her, and she does that. It's done. It's finished. Because right away the, the cleaners comes in, they ask you to leave the haram because they need to clean it for the Eid. She was crying like a baby. I looked at her and I said, Ya Allah, what you gave her, give me. So when Ramadan leave, my beloved left me. The awaited guest left. Not tomorrow is Eid. And we go back to where we are. Ya Rabbi, Ameen. This is not difficult for Allah. We just need to be honest 
sincere and Allah will give her. Give us bi idnillah. Jazakumullahu khayran. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Ashhadu an la ilaha ila an astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. Sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi tasliman kathira.